So I was thinking about this situation that's going on with Lionel Messi leaving Barcelona. Obviously on the um, Lord Be With You podcast show, Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube, this, this show is about fandom. It's about Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. It's about the best stories of our age from a Christian uh, perspective. It's about great archetypal heroes and the hero's journey. It's about talking about the best franchises, talking about the best stories of our age and really having debates and going into fandom uh, situations, you know, looking at the fandom war that's going on at, at Star Wars and kind of starting up in Lord of the Rings as well. And uh, we love to talk about these great stories because I think I, we believe and I believe that these stories inspire us and bring the best out in us. Um, but there are other stories that go on that are really inspiring as well. And, uh, you know, myself personally, I, I am a, a big football fan now if you're listening to the show in the usa and we have a lot of fans of the show from the usa and i say hello and howdy to <laughs> to my uh american fans of the of the show um and actually there's quite a few of you that have come on to the podcast player as well uh so really appreciate your views if you're from the usa thank you for listening to the show thank you for tuning in to the lobby with you podcast show whether whether you're listening to it on podcast player or whether you're watching it on YouTube on the on Christian Fandom Geek, I appreciate you. Thank you, uh, and keep keep following the show. We've got some great plans for the show as well. Um, but yeah, really appreciating your love and support. And a big shout out to the Red Five Network and also Fandom Collective. You guys uh, have been very positive and engaging with the show, and uh, and also in promoting the show in the USA as well. So really appreciate you guys. Now. Um, if you're from the States, as, I, as I've just kind of mentioned uh, quickly there, um, you won't be calling it football. You'll be calling it soccer. There is a debate on, you know, over over in Europe and over in the in Britain and the UK, you know, we call it football. You know, that's what it's called. And you guys in the States, you call it soccer. And, you know, but it's the same game, but we just call it different names. Sem- a game of semantics there. Uh, but... Um, I think everyone across the world, even even the guys in the States who are into their own sports like basketball and American football and hockey and all these great games that are over that are very pro- popular in the USA, you'll I think you'll know about Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi is one of those superstars. He's basically like the Michael Jordan of, of, of soccer. He's one of those guys that transcends his own sport. And I think everyone in the world knows will know a little bit about Lionel Messi um, and will know that he's played for Barcelona you know, all of his career. will know that he's really kind of, there's a debate over whether he's the greatest football player, soccer player for you guys in the USA of all time. Um, certainly he's been compared to, in our generation, in, the, in kind of contemporary times, he's been compared to, um, well, the only guy really that's kind of matched up to him as, is, has been Cristiano Ronaldo who obviously uh, really came to the fore at Manchester United and then went to, went on to be a legend at, uh, at Real Madrid. And he's still playing at Juventus and, and all the clubs that he's been at. And I think he started off at Sporting Lisbon as well. All the clubs that he's been at, Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo has, has been a phenomenon, a legend, and, and has kind of blossomed into a, an absolutely phenomenal footballer. And the only one really 
that is on the same level or slightly better is it has been known as Lionel Messi. Once again, a, a debate is 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 there of whether who's the who's the best, Lionel Messi or Ronaldo. Some fans will say Ronaldo, especially if they're Portuguese. And I know there are some Portuguese um, listeners and fans of the show, and they will and they will be rooting and, and supporting Cristiano Ronaldo. And and rightly so, if you're from Portugal, you should be supporting Ronaldo. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of people, a lot of folks uh, across the world who are football soccer fans, would be probably going more towards Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi seems to have a natural ability. Um, Ronaldo seemed to kind of train himself and through determination into being the best footballer and athlete that he could possibly be. Lionel Messi is a little bit different. He seems to have a, he seems to have a sort of God given ability that seems more natural, more intuitive. Um, I'm not saying he doesn't train well and, and work at his game, but it seems to be more natural with Lionel Messi. And so. Um, we're going to, to have a kind of Christian fandom geek, but almost a, a sporting fandom geek episode of the show now. And we're going to talk about the great legend himself, Lionel Messi. Um. So unless you've let, unless you're living on on uh, on Mars or on the Moon or on uh, on Jupiter, you will know that the that the legend himself, the icon Lionel Messi, has left Barcelona Football Club, and uh, we're going to kind of talk about a little bit about his impact. I don't want this to be a long, long episode, but there is a lot to say, so I'm going to try and um, not over, go overboard on it. Like, but there is a lot of emotion about Lionel Messi leaving Barcelona, and and. Uh, a lot of fans are really upset about him leaving, especially the Barcelona fans, obviously, but also fans in Spain who are fans of um, La Liga. Because, you know, if you're supporting a league, and it doesn't matter what league it is, it doesn't matter what sport it is, you always want the best players in that league. Because that will then means that even if you support a different team, so even if you support Real Madrid or Atletico Bilbao, or um, if you support... Um, you know, there's a lot of decent teams in Spain, Espanol, or you know, you got like um, uh, Atletico Madrid. You've got Alaves. You've got Valladolid. You've got Villarreal. You've got Celta Vigo. You've got Real Betis. There's there's a lot of you know really top teams in 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 La Liga. Um, and I'll probably be thinking of some more now. I'm thinking of go. I'm going for a list of all the sort of top teams in in that league. But oh, can't can't forget Valencia as well, another top team. Um, you're going to think of all these sort of top teams in that league, and um, you're going to be thinking, okay, they're all fighting for the title. They're fighting against Barcelona, and obviously Atletico Madrid won the league, won La Liga last year as well. Um, and obviously their big rivals really are Real Madrid, but. Whenever these matches take place, whether you're playing these top they're, they're these top teams playing each other, they always want to be uh, having their best players against each other because for the fans and for the viewers, that makes it the matches more exciting. Now La Liga is going to take a hit. Ronaldo already left a few years ago to go to Italy, Juventus, fine, but they still had uh, Lionel Messi, and it's arguably. Obviously, there's a big conversation, which is maybe another episode of whether, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi is the best player in the world. I've got Portuguese friends 
um, and very good friends who are Portuguese who will, will always be rooting for Cristiano Ronaldo. They're loyal to their man. And um, there is a there is a debate on whether who's the greatest of, of the two. In terms of, you know, how much they've won, they're going to be quite similar. They've, they've, they've both won the, the Champions League multiple times. Um, you know, you know, Ronaldo won the Champions League at Manchester United and Real Madrid. So, you know, he's won it at, at multiple clubs. Um, he could potentially, you know, win it at Juventus. Where, you know, we don't know, but he could do that. Whereas Lionel Messi's won all four of his Champions Leagues at Barcelona. And so there's that sort of sort of thing between them. Um, I remember Ronaldo coming to the Premier League at a young age uh, for Manchester United from Sporting Lisbon, and he and he was he was he was a very skillful young player, but he he seemed um, he was he, he had good height on him, but he but he wasn't very stocky, so he kind of he seemed like he needed to sort of you know go to the gym and work out and, and beef up a little bit, and and he did that, and. You know, you look at Ronaldo now and his physique, his physicality, he's a machine. He is, he's strong, he's, he's broad, he's, he's a phenomenal athlete. And uh, he really trained hard and worked hard through discipline to really do that. And uh, you, uh, you have to commend Ronaldo for that. And he trained himself and worked so hard to become the best player in the world. And, he, and I think, if I'm being honest, Ronaldo would, by a, by a country mile, would be known as the best player in the world if it wasn't for a Mr. Lionel Messi. Now, Lionel Messi was, is, is different to, to, to Ronaldo. Lionel Messi, you know, the way that he is, that his physicality, his physique, Lionel Messi is strong. He's a strong guy. He's quite stocky as well. Not as tall as Ronaldo, but he's quite stocky as well. And uh, like Ronaldo, rarely gets injured, you know, really healthy as well. You know, got blessed by the Lord with a great, great um, ability and, and great physique as well. Um, but with Messi, it's, it's different. He seemed to have more of a natural intuitive ability. He seemed to be just incredibly skillful, even from his youth, um, even from his young days at Barcelona. Um, like I said, different to Ronaldo. Ronaldo's trained himself and just improved and improved and improved and just became almost like the, you know, like this sort of, Michael Jordan type guy sort of thing. I think um, Ronaldo has that, but I think for Messi, it was that natural ability. You think of Diego Maradona, you think of those sort of um, great Marco Van Basten, Rude Hollett, you think of those sort of footballers that just are naturally, just naturally gifted players. Um, think of Brazilian Ronaldo at his peak when he was at Barcelona, at Barcelona and then went to Inter Milan. It's those two seasons... His first season at Barcelona, I think he was only there for one season, and then his first season at Inter Milan, top player, best player in the world at that time, natural intuitive ability. And I think for me, Lionel Messi is the same, but probably to, but to the next level, like, like Maradona, like Brazilian Ronaldo, but to the next level. And his numbers, his stats at Barcelona show it. And so um, in the next segment, we're going to talk about those stats and talk about uh, the phenomenon of Lionel Messi. Welcome back to the Law Be With You podcast show. Also, Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube. Now, let's get to those stats of the of this great footballer, legend, and icon Lionel Messi. 
Okay, this is phenomenal, guys. Listen to this. He's won 10 La Liga titles. La Liga, if you don't know, is the top league in Spanish football. Just like in England, we have the Premier League. And, you know, in Germany, a Bundesliga. In, uh, in France, is Liga. Um, yeah, La Liga is their top league. It's a really good league as well. Um, I don't know, probably not better than the Premier League, but it's probably about similar to the English Premier League. In, um, But yeah, we won't go into that one now. It's a different conversation. That's a different debate. So he's won 10 La Liga titles. Seven Copa del Reyes. Copa del Reyes, their version of the FA Cup that we have in England. He's won seven of those. Eight Spanish Super Cups. Um, another cup competition in Spain. Four Champions Leagues. That is the, that's a phenomenal number. It's hard work to win one Champions League, and he's won four of them, four Champions Leagues. Three European Super Cups, two, uh, three European Super Cups, three Club World Cups. So, so combining all those major trophies, he's won 45 major trophies. But the ones that, the ones that are really phenomenal are 10 La Ligas and four Champions Leagues. And obviously all four of those Champions Leagues, he's won with Barcelona. These are numbers, these are stats which are off the charts in terms of how well he has done as a, as a Barcelona player. Let's talk about his goals record as well. He spent his, you know, pretty much his entire career at Barcelona, pretty much. He's scoring, scoring 672 goals in 778 um, games. That is phenomenal. 672 goals. In 778 games. That is absolutely phenomenal. But this is the thing. Um, you know. This guy's won the Ballon d'Or. Which is a top. You know. Prize for individual. You know. If you think of kind of. Um, you know. If you think of different people winning the. You know, if, you, if, you, if you're a film star. You win the Oscars. If you're a musician. Or a rap star. Or you're. A, you know. A great musician. Um, music star. You win. Uh, the you know the, you sort of have the Grammys and things like that. You know these are these are the top accolades that footballer can get. The Ballon d'Or, he's won it six times. That's phenomenal. Again, absolutely amazing. But this is the thing. You know, you look at Lionel Messi. He's thirty-four years old. Last season, he scored thirty goals in La Liga. You know, once again, he and he was a top scorer in, in La Liga. Um, he's top for shots on target, ninety-one. Opportunities created 77 again, number one. You know, for all the major stats, he's number one player in La Liga at 34 years old. You know, this guy has been a phenomenon, but now he's that he's having to leave Barcelona because of the wage situation where uh Barcelona can't can't afford to to pay him. Now, this was the thing the 34 year old had been expected to suck to agree to a five-year contract which would have uh, seen his salary reduced 50% from 100 million to 50 million per year. Now, this, this is the problem here. I've talked to you about how great Lionel Messi is, but this is a problem right here. His salary, and please just, just let this sink in, his salary was 100 million per year. And Barcelona were going to have to reduce it to 50 million per year. Just let that sink in for a second. A hundred million a year. If you think about it, to buy a really the top transfer fees now are about a hundred million. 
some players are above that. Neymar was nearly was nearly two hundred million. Um, you know, Jack Grealish, who was at my at my favorite club, Aston Villa, going to Manchester City, hundred million. Okay, so buying a top if you're buying a top level elite player, Paul Pogba, I think going to Manchester United was about was about eighty five million or something like that uh, from Juventus. If you're buying a top elite player now, top level, you may pay a hundred million. Barcelona are paying that to Lionel Messi in wages every year. Just let that sink in. That is that. I'm sorry, but this is a problem. When you're paying playing your uh, your players that kind of money, unless you're winning the Champions League every season and and winning the La Liga every season and 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 having you know a merchandise sales that are off the charts. If, it, if that doesn't happen, you're, in, you're going to be in trouble. And that's what happened to Barcelona. But not just that. When, they, when Neymar left to go to Paris, they, didn't, they placed him with Coutinho from Liverpool. It didn't work out. And so you have situations there where, you know, the players have brought in, haven't done the job. The players that they were there, like Iniesta's, like Yezavis, got old and, you know, ended up coming out of the team because, you know, they're aged. They got, they got, they got too old to the team. The players they brought in to replace them um, weren't are not weren't good enough, and so you had a combination of players that the young players that were, they brought in uh, weren't good enough to replace the players that were leaving the club, and then it's hard to really then buy new players when you're playing when you're paying your top player a hundred million a year, and they they were like okay, we'll reduce it to by fifty percent to fifty million a year. Oh, only 50 million a year. Okay, that's fine. I mean, think about that. 50 million a year. Insane numbers when it comes there. Um, and Barcelona, the league has said no. The, the wages are, are too much. Um, you know, there's, there's controls in place so that clubs don't go into debt and overspend. And Barcelona couldn't even give them the 50 million a year. Bearing in mind, the 50 million a year was a five-year contract. But they only expected Lionel Messi to play two more years at Barcelona. So what they were doing effectively was paying him the work. They were paying him all of his wage, but they were going to spread it over a longer period of time. So rather than him getting a hundred percent over two years, they were going to basically pay him fifty percent over over five years. So he was still going to pretty much get his full full wage. It was just going to be given to him over a longer period of time. You've got to learn Barcelona. Barcelona as a football club is being mismanaged. You've got to you've got to do better. Look at clubs like Bayern Munich in Germany that are run properly. You know clubs that are that are actually top clubs that win Champions Leagues, but they're not paying players stupid money. And yes, Lionel Messi is an icon. Yes, Lionel Messi is a legend. Yes, you, it's arguably you could make a case that he's arguably the best forward player of all time. But is it justifiable? Is it warranted to give him a hundred million a year as a wage? Um, that's not even including the money that he gets from his, from sponsors and and and, and you know the, all the companies that that pay him money, like Adidas and all other companies that pay him money to wear the merchandise and things like that. That's just the club wage. Is it justifiable to pay that sort of money? And now the club has no money. Barcelona Football Club has no money. And so 
they can't buy any players. All the players that have come, pretty much most of the players that they've brought in this summer are are free players. They're free. They haven't, they haven't paid that much money. Um, Barcelona Football Club financially are in trouble because the club has been mismanaged. And if you think that probably the last five years have been paying Lionel Messi 100 million a season, that's 500 million pretty much that they've been paying, that they've paid Lionel Messi in the, in the last five years. 500 million, 500 million could buy you a new stadium. Not only could 500 million buy you a new stadium, it could buy you a new stadium that is top of the, top of the art stadium. It probably could, could build the best stadium in the world. And you could fill it with some of the best players in the world for 500 million. You could, for 500 million, you could have a brand new stadium, 80, 80 90,000 seater stadium, state of the art, beautiful, brilliant stadium, amazing stadium, and have amazing players in that team playing in that stadium for 500 million. Yet, that 500 million has gone to one player. You really need to look at a club like Bayern Munich in Germany. And, and so, I know in the US you have different sports. And like I say, we talked about soccer. You know, you have your basketball players. And you look at someone like a Michael Jordan or, in, you know, Stephen Curry or LeBron James. And I know in other sports you have top players as well. But you've got to think about this. Whatever, if you've got an elite athlete at your club, you're going to pay him good money. Of course he's going to get good money. He's going to be, get top money, especially for elite level, world-class talent. But you've got to think, do not, is it wise, is it warranted to pay that athlete so much money that it puts your club at risk? It puts your team, your franchise at risk? No, it's not. Look at a club like Bayern Munich in Germany who know how to get top players in but don't overspend to such a degree that they put the club at risk. Ultimately, Barcelona had the, one of the best players, if not the greatest forward of all time, but now they have no money. And now they're having to start again with young players and they're looking for the next Lionel Messi. Let that be a lesson to all of us when it comes to thinking about life and sports and things like that. When it comes to investing, Think about what you're investing in. And don't just think about the here and now. Think about the future as well. How much are you willing to invest in the here and now? But how much, how much do you need to think about the future as well? And so I hope you've enjoyed this Sporting Fandom Geek edition of the Law Be With You podcast show. <laughs>